Welcome back to Football Lenses, everybody. It's been a long time, but we're back. It's me, Baca, and your boy, AJ. <laughs> we're back, baby. Uh, a few of us, have, a few of you have missed us. Hopefully, more than have talked to us about. Yeah, it's been what four, five, four weeks. Yeah, because we're gonna do bi-weekly, and then we didn't, and then there's another. Uh, yeah, it's four weeks. About a week. I mean, about a week. About a month. Oh, my days it has. And a lot's happened. A lot has happened. How was your four weeks off with the pod? Honestly, it flew by. Yeah. So much has transpired, I don't even know what's going on anymore. No. Can't believe we're already halfway through the year. More than halfway through the year now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, how was your Independence Day, your 4th of July? Pretty good. Just lay in bed all day and did nothing. As our founding fathers intended. Exactly. Yes, sir. How was yours? Uh, I actually went to a party, but it was a birthday party, but we're indoors, so, like, we didn't, um, yeah. Plus, I fell asleep for most of the party, because I was jet lagged, so. I, I went on vacation. It was very lovely. Um, I had a grimace shake. I blacked out. Oh, goodness me. Yeah, no, it was terrible. They're not that good. I just, if you want to try them, to try them, but they're not they're not good. I don't like them. I wanted to try it to try it, but I'm scared to do so. Yeah, you might black out or, like, get, um, what's the word? Syphilis? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I'm going to sound stupid enough. I try to describe it. Never mind. I'm not even going to. Um, okay, it's going to bug me now. Like ghost or something like takes over your body what's that word like a demon what is that possessed you become possessed possessed possessed. with grimace's soul his mind i guess he could be possessed by worse things i don't know that's pretty scary yeah it's pretty scary you know he's a taste bud is he he's a purple taste bud i don't remember where i was but they were talking about grimace and then i don't know why someone said something about chuck e cheese they, said, they mentioned one of the characters, Chuck E. Cheese, and they said, oh, that's the Chuck E. Cheese Grimace. And then the other person was like, yeah, the Chuck E. Cheese Grimace. I said, the fuck, they got a Grimace at Chuck E. Cheese? I know he's got his band, but I don't remember a Grimace. Apparently there's a person that's like Grimace at Chuck E. Cheese. The crazy thing is, right before this stupid meal came out, I was talking about Grimace a lot with my brother. Like, I would just bring him up. Mm-hmm. And, like, a few weeks later... Meal. Yeah, and I'm just like and a shake. Did I re- did I revive him? And a TikTok trend and everything. Jeez. Apparently it's over. They said goodbye to Grimace. All right. I don't know what they're gonna do next. Ronald McDonald's gonna be back. The Hamburglar. I don't know. It's crazy out here in the U.S. I don't know. Do, do you think they have a Grimace shake overseas? I don't know. I don't know if they have Grimace overseas. They gotta have Grimace. I don't know question <laughs> um what else has happened in the world france is on fire again oh yep but at this point what's new um all the souls lost to the titanic made five new friends yep um r.i.p a lot's happened actually a lot there's, there's more war overseas as well. Oh, yeah, Putin got fucking 
They turned on him. They're coming for his ass. Yeah. What else? Um, Canada wildfires? We experienced... Well, you guys experienced that. I was out of town. The smoke hit Chicago. Chicago had the worst weather index or air quality, whatever, in the whole of the world for yeah. like four days in a row. Because New York had it too, like a month ago. Yeah. And then I was, I was gone, and then y'all got it, so I didn't get to experience it. But it was, I feel like it wasn't as bad here as it was in New York. Like, here was just a bunch of, like, smoke. Over there, like, the whole sky was fucking... It looked like Gotham. Yeah, dude. Like, I thought Batman was about to go down, and, like, I was ready to see some TikToks about it. But no. Um. Well, did we ever talk about the European Nation League? I don't know. Spain won it, no? Spain did win it. Okay. Who did they beat? Croatia? No. Croatia, yep. Was it? Yep, okay. yep, yep. And then the Nations League and CONCACAF happened as well. And then the Gold Cup started. Um, so I don't know if you want to like just get right into it. Yeah. Or where we left off. Oh, basically. Jamaica oh. scores in the 50th minute. Gold Cup. Gold Cup. Semi-final. Quarter-final. Jamaica versus Guatemala. Um, well, let's start from the beginning. Uh, last time we uh, left off, the semi-final of the Nations League was uh, about to happen. And... Uh, the main talking point was uh, Mexico, USA, and I mean, if anybody cared, Panama and Canada, and uh, Canada beat Panama. Mm-hmm. Can't remember the scoreline, but and then uh, it was 2-0? I, I don't remember. But the 2-0. big game a lot of people talked about was Mexico and USA, um, for a lot of different reasons. Um, footballing wise, I don't know if you want to say anything about the U.S. if you still remember. Um, I know the U.S. dominated the game and everything. They were the better team, but do you have anything to add footballing-wise? No, not really. It was just the game literally looked like boys against men, and that was probably the best U.S. performance I've ever seen in my life. A lot of fighting as well. Yeah, a lot of wrongful red cards handed out by the ref. That ref was ass. I'm both sides. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, both sides terrible, but... Like one one team can't complain more than the I mean maybe the U.S. can but regardless he was he was ass he was, he was terrible. Um, I was really pissed off because of the whole uh, the puto chat. Mm-hmm. Um, because at first it made me get aggravated again with the whole like because I had like a whole like since we didn't record for like four weeks mm-hmm. like we were supposed to basically record in a few days after that but we never did. I had like a whole segment to talk about about that because. I was annoyed at the fact that still that they don't allow the word to be said because they say it's homophobic, right? But we both know it's not used like that, right? doesn't matter, bro. No, 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 hold on. That's the origins of the word. It's banned. You know what the origins are? doesn't matter what the origins are. If the the word was at any point, if the word was used in a way to to be derogatory, it's banned. Simple as that. I don't know. That's so hard. Just use a different word. No, let me listen. I'm I'm a... Let me listen. Let me talk. Hold up. I'm going I'm to go, and I'm going to circle back. Just hold up. So, for me, when I first heard that the word was going to be banned, right, I was upset because never in my life had I ever heard the word used that way. Never. And I thought it was stupid because, for me, it was just U.S. fans, you know, being U.S. fans, not knowing what it, like, how it's used. Because the origin, yes, when you think of the word puta, which is a female version, it's the same thing as bitch, female dog. Mm-hmm. But it would be used for 
prostitutes, basically. Mm-hmm. You would call it, you would call a girl like, you know that. And the same would be used for the male, but it would be puto. But since stereotypically back in the day, most male prostitutes were usually gay, they would use that term. And then people would start using it that way. But nobody ever actually used it. Like, if you have, like, someone that's gay or something, like Mexicans, like, they don't really, like, use it that way. Like, when we talk and shit, you know how we say, like, oh, because it's a puta madre, this and that. Like, it's not used that way. But I got mad because when I think of the U.S. fans getting mad about that, we all know. I feel like we all can think of, like, the same U.S. fans that, like, got mad at that originally. The mm-hmm. cringy ones. Mm-hmm. The, like, the type of Americans that get hard shell tacos. It's them motherfuckers, right? So I'm upset because, like, why, like, that word's not used. Like, it's just bitch. You're saying the word bitch. So it aggravated me at the beginning, blah, blah, blah. Then FIFA got involved. And it's like nobody uses it like that. But after all these years, with all the shit that they've done, they've said don't do it. They play games behind closed doors and shit. It's like, even though we don't use it like that, and it's stupid, and people don't understand, they've already taken it away. So, like, why keep saying it? At that point, it's like, they're doing us dirty in a way because they don't fucking understand. But just stop using it. Because they think it means one thing, even though we use it in a completely separate way. And look, yeah, but, there, but, there is no, people, but, there is people that but, will use it in that way, but we use it as bitch, and that's like basically it. But since FIFA and all these people already said don't use it at this at this point, how far it's like, how long this stupid fucking saga's gone? Just stop using it, and that that's my point. Like it's stupid that they're taking it away, but it's like they they've already done it, so like just stop. It's only going to get worse. So my point is, I guess, yes, I think it's, like, dumb in a way, and I understand where some people are coming from, but if they've already taken it away, like, they've told us to not use it anymore, you might as well just stop and do something else. Like, just move past it. I see where you're coming from, but I completely disagree. That's like saying that it would be okay for certain people to use a racial slur that's no longer used as a racial slur just because it's not a racial slur anymore. Like, there are certain words, like... uh, Say them. So, like, for instance, a few weeks ago, Simon fans, right? KSI said the word packy. Oh, right. And people were like, oh, you can't say that because it was a racial slur in the past Mm -hmm. to a certain demographic. But then... The people are like, well, we say the word to each other, and it's not a racial slur. So that's like saying, oh, well, you can say it, because it's not a racial slur anymore. Even though at one point it was, and people are still offended by it. No, I, I, I know what you're saying, and I agree. Like, I See, this is a conversation that needs to be had, instead of it always being one-sided. Because when yeah, you look yeah, at the yeah. media, it's completely one-fucking-sided. Yeah. And um, then, for instance, like, say instead of saying puto, would you just say puta? Because that, that literally translates to female dog. I just say a different word completely. I, I don't get why. Like, There's so many words they could use. Why do they have to use that one word? If they say, don't use this word, don't yeah. use the word. The only reason they probably don't say it, well, for one, it's been used for like fucking decades. But two, it's like, just like you can't really think of like another word as like two syllables that just goes with it, you yeah. know? Yeah. So it's just super simple to say. It's like, even like, like at fire games, it's banned. It's banned MLS wide. If you mm-hmm. say it, you could get banned from the stadium. Whatever, yeah. Right? So now they just say, culero. Which is not the same. It doesn't sound the same, et cetera, et cetera. It's not as aggressive. But, like, it still gets the point across. 
you're mad, you're trying to get a word out, you use that word instead. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, it's for most people, and like like I said, if like they already said like don't use it or whatever, don't use it. Like we've been past this already. Like it's getting tiring. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just the point that like, for us, it's just like saying bitch. But yeah, like, yeah. it's, and I guess this is probably is like, it's gonna sound bad, but it's literally those fucking cringy ass white American fans that are like, no, it's homophobic. Like, it's not used that way. But like what you said with the whole like the assignment thing with KSI, like yeah. But, like, they already banned the word, so it's, like, why keep doing it at this point? You're just getting yourselves in trouble. And that was just my point, because I feel like for a lot of, like, fans who don't fully understand the word who are listening, like, we're not using it as, like, we were to use, like, say, like, in English, the F word. That's homophobic, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's different. Because nobody uses that else in a different kind of slang. Unless you're English, that means a cigarette. So That's true. That, that, that's my point, basically just expressing for those who don't understand and who think one-sided what it really means to 90% of Latinos. Well, but the difference, there's another difference, too. Like, I wouldn't say it's 90% of Latinos. I would say it's 90% of the current generation of Latinos. Because the, people, the people that are that's actually true. saying the word mean malice behind it. Some do, I, yeah. Like, there definitely is. And it's not just older Latino people. It's older people in general. They're yeah. racist. They're homophobic. Like and that, just, it is what it is. And that's, like, the, that's the reason that the word got banned. It's not because of the people like you that use it as a, like as a different... I use it as an adjective. Exactly. But that, that like it's been going on for so long that these people are not using it as the word bitch. Yeah. They're using it with a deeper, more harmful meaning to some people. And like I said, and, and again, like it's always a small percentage compared to like the actual reality of it. Yeah. And like at the end of the day, it's like if you're gonna say it, the people just needs to like they need to do more about it. Like if you're gonna ban them, then ban them. Don't ban them for one or two games and then let them come back and then they do it again, and you still do nothing about it. I think, in a because obviously we're not professionals, we're just yeah, yeah. to be. I think there should be a professional discussion with professionals about it so 100%. people understand it. And if you want to keep it banned, cool. But have a discussion with somebody who is actually involved in the culture and something and then somebody who's against it and not just have all these fucking MLS pundits be like, no, well, it's that's bad. The thing. It's not just, you're saying like, oh, it's just cringy oh, no, no, white it's people. Not, it's not. It's, it's not. Mexicans I've, seen, ever, I've seen Mexican fans. I've seen... Antuna, I've and seen they, they've said to stop saying it too because they're tired of it too because I know the people that are pundits for that... They speak the same way, but since they're on TV and professional, they will say stop saying it because it's it's gotten, you get tired of the fact that we keep getting looked on like as bad because we say it. So they're like, just stop, dude. Like everybody's against us right now. So it's just like, stop. Even if they disagree with it, like me, like I'm in the middle. It's just like, stop. There's no point anymore. Like, why are you going to fight it? Well. It was just that a was, conversation, because, like... The worst part is that was the first time that we learned that Mexico fans don't know how to behave this summer. The second was last weekend when a man literally stabbed another Mexico fan. Yeah, at the Gold Cup game against Qatar? Yeah. It was in San Francisco, right? I think so. I should have gone to that game. I would have taken one for the team. It's literally, like... Mexico always gets in their own way. Every time, whether it's the federation, whether it's the players, whether it's the fans. 
the one of the biggest saying that a lot of Mexicans use is a Mexican's worst enemy is another Mexican. Exactly. And it's very true because not even, I mean, footballing wise, it's like coming from a point of being up here in the U.S., it's a lot of Mexicans do come over here and once they get settled and shit, they don't like helping out other Mexicans that just like came here. Mm-hmm. And that's a very big thing. And for me, like, that's fucking heartbreaking. Like, why? Yeah. Why you why y'all fighting fighting each other in the stadiums? Because like And that, a lot of it I don't even people. think it's I don't even think it's footballing wise from the no. stadiums. No. A lot of them are probably like, Oh, you're from like this town or this city or whatever, or like from Mexico or they just start talking shit, they just wanna fight, they're they're some of, I don't them, know what some of them literally just show up with the wrong intention. Like they're not they there do. to they're not there to watch. They're just there to fucking cause havoc. That's why they're and, and it's not. I'm not saying that it's just Mexico fans. I'm saying that there are people like all around the world that do yeah. this. Like they show up and they know like, oh, I can drink, I can do whatever the fuck I want. When in reality, you can't do whatever the fuck you want. I think Mexicans are, and I'm not, I don't even know how to say it. Cause like, it's obviously not all Mexicans, but like stereotypically we are known to obviously drink and always have a good time. Mm-hmm. And eventually there's always going to be those people that don't know when to stop. And if you tell them anything, they're going to get mad. Okay. And that's when shit pops off. Um, I saw a lot of videos about the, what was it, what did they play yesterday, fucking Costa Rica, and, well, every single um, game from Mexico so far in the Gold Cup, mm-hmm. there's been fights. Yeah. Somebody got fucking stabbed. Did you see the video of the guy bleeding? Yeah. That, that shit was, was fucked crazy. up. That, oh, my God. Um, and then you, like, see all the videos and pictures, and, like, they literally, like, on TV, you can see the guy that had the knife, like, literally just yeah. flaunting it, bro. Like, it was like a kitchen knife, too. Yeah. It was a full, it wasn't even, like... A pocket knife or anything that he could like. How did he even get that in the stadium? There's no way he shoved that up his ass. <laughs> how did he get that in, bro? He had to have known somebody, dude. They have to investigate Levi Stadium because that's just. <laughs> but uh, every single game in the group uh, stage, there was like fights and shit. And then I saw a bunch of videos after the Mexico Costa Rica game, and that one actually made me happy because it's like, what it shows what like Mexicans truly are, and, like as a whole. They were just dancing with each other. There's people with Spider-Man costumes on with a sombrero. It's fucking Mexican Mandalorian. Um, all this stupid shit, right? Yeah. And everybody's just having a good time. And it's like, the media's never going to show that shit. Because there's, like, all this other shit. It's just disappointing being, like, someone that always tries to protect my culture. And then there's always these fucking idiots. Yeah. And then, it's whatever. Because that's footballing aside. Footballing, I mean... It is kind of true that Mexicans don't know how to lose because most of them are raised with having the best team in uh, North America and always competing either in South America and then having their moments in Europe. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of them probably just don't know how to lose. And then uh, obviously everybody who knows ball knows that, yeah, the Mexican Federation is mostly to blame. And they are, like, truly. And the reason that all these players can't get good or grow or whatever is because you see what the U.S. is doing or MLS where they want to ship players overseas. Mexico and the Liga Mekis puts these ridiculous price tags to the point where no European team is going to pay 10 mil for somebody that in Europe would be 500,000. So it's it's all of like all of that. They, they don't let themselves grow. And U.S. ended up doing, you know, I think it was prior to even them missing the World Cup in 2018 with all the academies and shit. 
and they're clearly the better team. They went on and won the Nations League for a second time in a row. Um, personally, they're my favorite for the Gold Cup, even though they have like their BC team. I don't know. Going into this tournament, I was like, there's, surely there's no chance. Like, I feel like I underest or I overestimate Concacaf's actual quality. You know what surprised like, me? Realistically, the teams are good if they're playing at home, but on the road, none of these teams, besides Mexico, the U.S., Canada, Jamaica. Like, none of the other teams are really, like, they're not really a threat on the road, especially not here in America. Because the biggest thing for them is they're used to, like, their quality of play on their fields mm-hmm. with their fans. And they just don't have that here. Yeah, and I mean, I guess maybe except Mexico. Well, no. The U.S. is going to always have an advantage, except when they usually play Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a... I can maybe see... There's a lot of what, like people from Guatemala here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it also always depends on where they play, too. That, that's, that, too. Because, like, there are certain areas of America that have more uh, higher Hispanic populations and stuff. Or if it's close to the border, Canadians can travel, etc. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I generally didn't really have any hope going into this tournament. Uh, the first game was terrible against Jamaica. I was there live. We looked terrible. Oh, did you end up doing the um, opening ceremony shit? No, I backed out. Oh, why? Because I wanted to enjoy the day rather than work. Okay, what, what did they end up doing for the opening ceremony anyway? They just held one of the, like, you know how at the beginning in the ceremony they hold like the large flags on yeah. the field? That's like the cup or like a... Uh, like, uh, oh, like so they didn't do anything special for the whole tournament? It was just like the thing that they do before every game? Yeah, pretty much. I would have still done that shit. I just the only reason I wanted to do it was for the 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 gold cup uh, polo. But then I was like, eh, all my friends are getting together. We're gonna go barbecue. We're gonna swim. I would have done that if I didn't have a flight that so, day. So I just did that instead. I, feel like I, I, I already had my ticket, and I paid yeah. good money for that ticket. So, and I had fun. I had a hell of fun. We all but had I mean, fun. It was the U.S. too. Maybe you could have gotten a chance to say what's up to some players. Yeah, but, I mean, I work with fire. True. If I want to meet players, I can meet players. Speaking of that, they actually finally sent me a thing about a meet and greet for the, with the team for my season ticket. Oh, yeah? But it's on a day that I can't go because I have other plans already. It's actually the day before the Peso Pluma concert. Oh, dude, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> Cha-chao! I should, I should just give you my, like, whatever, and they'll probably think you're me because everyone says I went last for Monday before uh Fourth of July. Hey, that ass, I'll take it. We went to a, we went to a, like, a, I went to the Beer Olympics at someone's house that we, I play soccer with on Mondays. And everyone was like, where's your brother at, bro? Like, who the fuck are you talking about? I don't have a brother, bro. And they're like, isn't he your brother? And I was like, no, bro. Like, he literally has a different last name. How could he be my brother? I mean, I guess he could be my brother still, but like, mm-hmm. we're not related whatsoever. No. But everyone thinks we are. Just by bond? Yeah. This drink is hitting me. Is it? Yeah. Good. I was like super asleep when I got here. I had, it's not a paid promotion, but if they want to pay me, Celsius. We need sponsors for the Celsius. I feel very alive. I don't drink energy drinks often. Mm -hmm. I'm wide awake now. See, me personally, I've been consuming too much caffeine recently. I need to, I need to weigh off it again. I think I'm the exact opposite. I used to drink... I've been drinking coffee since I was probably, like, in 7th or 8th grade. 
and there's been times where like I'll go like months drinking it every day. I don't think I really drink coffee in like two or three months. So I've been off of caffeine for a while. So even though this is not that strong, I'm feeling it pretty hard. There's a lot of blue in that crowd. Guatemala. Um, yeah, see, like, something like that, they, they have a big, like, there's a lot of fucking, like, people from Guatemala here. Um, there, who, there actually were a lot of Jamaican fans at the U.S. Jamaica game. I, want, I wanted to go with a Jamaica kit. There were actually a lot. Like, I would say there's probably, like, 65-35. I feel like a lot of people, too, maybe who aren't even from Jamaica, but maybe from, like, the Caribbean. I was going to just say that, actually. The people in front of us were Jamaican. They were wearing Jamaica. They were supporting Jamaica. But we actually had a conversation with them, and they were from Belize. There you go. And they were like, well, they're our brethren. Yeah. They're, our, they're an island. The so island people. We support one another, and we can't support ourselves. That's sick. And yeah, we got to talking to them a little bit. We were bantering. When we scored that equalizer, they turned around, and they looked at us in disgust, and then they just started laughing. It was a good time. It was a good time. Um, who were your favorites going into the Gold Cup? The only team that I thought actually was like, well, I didn't know. I didn't pay attention to everybody's rosters. The only team that I knew went in with a strong roster was Mexico. So I was like, surely Mexico is gonna win. It's slash a. It's like, a b. It's an a b. Yeah. Yeah. But like Canada, their two best players aren't there, which I didn't know when the game when the turn when the tournament started. So for me, it was between Mexico and Jamaica. Because this is Jamaica's best team that they probably ever had. And, uh, yeah. And they look good against the U.S. mostly, but. Uh, Again, I think part of it was the U.S. just looked bad because we had a C-slash-B team. We have a freaking P.E. teacher as our head coach right now. And apparently that team was actually selected by Greg Berhalter. Haven't seen that team since, and we've been dominating again. Y'all have been looking. I mean, I haven't. The only game I saw was the one against St. St. Kitts and Nevis. Yeah. But, I mean... Yeah. I mean, it's it's St. Kitts, but like, Without, we scored seven. Yeah. With Greg at the wheel, we don't score seven. I guarantee that. We like, don't. all due respect to them boys, like, 7 0, that's Jesus Christ. Um, did we score seven? Did we score eight? Seven, I think. I, uh, yeah, I was probably going to say Jamaica. A team that really impressed me so far as the tournament's gone on is Panama. Um, yeah. And then a team that's. Panama, I guess, is not that surprising. Because, I mean, they've always been in the top four or five of mm-hmm. CONCACAF. But a team that didn't even get out of the group, but I started looking into, Guadalupe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were sick. Bro. And the thing is, I, because I know they, I don't, are they, are they a country or are they a French territory? Because I don't so know. So, they're a country that is French-owned. Okay. Same so thing as, like, Martinique, right? Yeah, so, like, they are technically a French territory, but, like, Country, they are their own country. They have their own economy and everything. Yeah, they, yeah. Okay. Because I didn't know, and I found this out barely, that a lot of the players from, like, Guadalupe... Are like, just French rejects, respectfully. A lot of them who are good are taken to France to play in academies. Yeah. So even when they don't make it, like, they go back, but they're still ballers. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're very techie. And, like, some of the goals are, like, just, like, a lot of the highlights that I watched. They could have cooked if, like, they were more... I didn't watch them actually play, so I don't know how it is, like, tactically how they play, but they got ballers. Yeah. They, they have ballers. I feel like recently we've been seeing a lot of bangers scored in this tournament. Low-key. In, in the Gold Cup and in MLS, there's been a hell of bangers recently. It's surprising because 
the MLS, you wouldn't think, has like a banger score at least once every week. Yeah. To be like there was one week where we had like there was literally like seven goals. Yeah, and each one, one was a. And like, each one wasn't like it was. It wasn't like oh, that's a banger. Like it was a banger. Like that. That would have won like goal. Like goal. Of the, goal of the season would have won that like for the last like seven years. Yeah. And they were all on the same day. That shit was crazy. Um. Yeah, uh, we're in the quarterfinals now. The Gold Cup, Mexico advanced yesterday. Panama as well Panama against Qatar. Against Qatar, so they'll play each other. Costa Rica's out to Mexico. Jamaica's playing. Guatemala right now, and they're up 1-0, 74th minute, and the U.S. play Canada later. And what is a rematch of the Nations League final, which we actually didn't even talk about, talked about the semifinal, didn't even talk about the final. Honestly, Canada just got outclassed by the U.S. Well, I don't think I watched it. I wouldn't say they were necessarily outclassed. I think the U.S. played better against Mexico than they did against Canada, which makes sense because it's a bigger rivalry. Like, they're trying harder. They're expanding really fast. <laughs> but they were they were pretty dominant against Canada as well. So dominant, in fact, even though we had two red cards, that Alfonso Davies got taken. They, they literally had to switch his side. He started on the left. They switched him to the right side halfway through the first half. Because he was locked down by our backup right back. Who played in the final? Our defense was... Uh, Who was it right back? Oh, Joe Scally from Borussia Mönchengladbach. I don't know who that is. He actually was... I think he was like nominated for one of the players of the year last year. Really? And he doesn't even play under Greg. Like, didn't even go to the World Cup. Well, he did, but he... Is he, is he, he one of those coaches that, like... I And I know the whole, like, Reyna thing, controversy, but, like, he doesn't pick his best players, does he? No. Okay. Not at all. He just picks his favorite players. I guess... And the thing is, this is the thing, right? Oh, that's another thing we didn't talk about. After the semifinal, U.S. go, they dick down Mexico 3-0. Two teams, two red cards each team. Great game, right? Like an instant classic for, for U.S. soccer history. Mm-hmm. As soon as the game ends, they announce that the U.S. is re-signing Greg Berhalter after an... Oh, that was right before the game. Well, it was leaked before the game. Oh, it leaked. was official after Fair. the game. Okay. And so everybody's questioning, like, for the last six months, you've hired several people to do an extensive search and to interview the best coaches in the world to sign the same man that was in charge. First interview, they ask him, have you repaired any of the broken relationships that you caused by not calling Ricardo Pepe to the World Cup, who is probably your best number nine until now for him? Logan comes. Beluga Whale? No. Haven't talked to him. Jesus. Gio Reyna. There was a whole scandal about him. And you. Have you spoken? Nope. Not not once. John Brooks. Center back. Still playing at the highest levels in Europe. Was the best center back on his team last year. Voted defender of the year. Have you spoken to him since you left him off the World Cup roster? Even though you haven't included him in the team in two years for no reason. Nope. So not only is he coming back with no tactics, terrible team selection, he's not even trying to repair the relationship with our most important players and our best players. It's very concerning, isn't it? It is. Because he's probably picked to be the coach going into the next World Cup as well. He is. He signed through 2027. Yeah. I mean, from a U.S. fan standpoint, I can see how that makes the 
U.S. Federation or whatever look a bit embarrassing yeah. to their own fans. Because mm-hmm. um, it is pretty fucking stupid, I'm not going to lie. But if you really had nobody else, then I mean... But that's the thing, we did. We interviewed everybody that we could, that was like realistic. Like obviously mm-hmm. we're not out there interviewing Pep Guardiola and Jose Mourinho. Yeah. But apparently we did reach out to Jose early in the search process. Did we on read But too? he said no. We were in for Vieira. We were in for Jose, Jesse Marsh, Greg Berhalter, uh, for all these MLS coaches that are killing it at the MLS level, like Greg was. Imagine you get Klopas. Like, how does it all end up back at Greg Berhalter, of all people? I don't know. Maybe he just has a really good relationship with the Federation. Fuck his relationship with the Federation. We, we want to win. We want to win often. Our seven games under... BJ, whatever the fuck his name is, the freaking, he's not even our interim coach. He's our interim's interim coach. We've played the best footy I've seen since the 2014 World Cup in the Klinsman. I don't know if you agree with this, but I'm going to circle back. You know how, like, a lot of people say that um, Southgate for England is maybe, like, not a... The, the best coach for this generation of England and how he's, like, holding him back a little bit. Uh-huh. Do you think that would happen with Berhalter with the U.S.? He He's kind of holding back a lot of this generation right now to yes. reach their full potential? I think so. And I think part of it is because of the team selection. He's not picking the, t- the players that deserve to go. He's picking the players that he wants to go. And, and with I feel you like guys. This is what I feel like. When Pep Guardiola signed Rodri, everybody made a meme because he was like, he's... He's the perfect player. Right. Like, he doesn't have tattoos. He doesn't drive fancy cars. He doesn't, like, like he's just to himself off the field. And then he comes, he plays well, and then he goes home, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what Brett Berhalter wants. Like, he doesn't want players that express themselves and are willing to do what's risky to try and win. He just wants people to play by the book and do exactly as he says. And in the end, it's going to fuck us the way it has been for the last few years. Yeah, we beat Mexico last year. Yeah, we beat like in the what, in the gold cup or whatever the fuck all the tournaments that we won last year against Mexico. Fair enough, but I genuinely think at this point the reason we're winning these games isn't because of Greg Berhalter. It's just because our team is that talented. Mm-hmm. But talent can only take you so far. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So in the end, he is going to hold us back because he's too much of a stubborn little bitch <laughs> to just accept that he's wrong, play our best team, and go out and win games. Okay. He's not Pep Guardiola. His system isn't the end-all, be-all of world football. And he needs to understand that in order for us to succeed. And the, the sooner he learns that, then the faster that we will skyrocket and become the team that we one day will be. And I'm not saying it will be anytime soon. Because right now is like our golden generation. But if you really think about it, like it's just the start. Because if the sport grows here, I agree. Then this is like it's it, the sky's the moon. Because that person, like unbiased, I don't see this team, this generation. Yeah, you'll win a lot of like we'll North win, American we'll, trophies. We'll win the North American stuff that we should win, right? Because we're gonna be the better team. But the, next few the way years. that some fans hype up this team, like, yeah, maybe you can make it a little farther than usual in the World Cup, but. A lot of delusion is like you're like gonna win it, right? My man just got tackled by the ref. <laughs> and like I don't see that happen. Like I don't see this generation being that team. But like you said, since the sports literally just like it's so young in this country that like 
give it another 30, 40 years, like, then you, I, I do believe that yeah. it could be what it, you know, could, like, what be everybody wants it here I to Think be. about it. Think, there's no sport on this planet that the U.S. doesn't dominate because it's such a big country. There's, you and, like, from, and, and there's look, so much focus. Like, if you pick that you want to play this sport, there are so many ways for you to play that sport. The only problem Except right now with the U.S. is I feel like one of the reasons that the U.S. is getting a lot of players that are dual nationalities right now is because one of the biggest problems, and I'm pretty sure we've talked about this a shitload of times here, it's fucking expensive to play here. Yeah. Like, as a kid, like my little brother right now, he's 12, right? Mm-hmm. He wants to play for a travel team. We can't get him with a good one. We used to get him with, like, a shittier one or, like, a mid one because we're not paying three fucking thousand dollars a, se- like a yeah. season. Like, and for a season here, it's the fall. Then indoor, during the winter is another season. Then the f- uh, spring, then summer. A season is, like, three to four months in the U.S. Yeah. Not, like it's, not, it's not six to eight months. Yeah, because, like, it's not, like, as long as, like, you know, you're European, like, professional. It's, like, you play for the fall or autumn, and then you play indoor in the winter, and then you play in the spring, and it may be the summer if they have whatever. Like, yeah. it's expensive here. So, like, if they change that, I'm sure you have, there's hella ballers in places that you can't even join. Like, they don't have a travel team close to you. Yeah. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. And, I mean, one of the things, too, is, like, I mean, I'll go back to Mexico. It's it's similar, but the opposite, because it's not price. It's, well, yeah, I mean, it is expensive sometimes over there, too. But there is a lot of areas that are more um, underdeveloped, Mm -hmm. so people don't even bother. And then a lot of players, once they make it and they're still young, they kind of give up because they're like, I have enough to provide for my family. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all I wanted. Complacency. Right. And that happens to a lot because has the U.S. ever won, like, a World Cup, like, U-17 or U-20 or anything? Mm-hmm. They have? Yeah. Okay. I think we won U... I think we... we... We won one of them recently. It was recently? Okay, so even if they won it recently, you can't really tell how it's going to go yet with these players. But Mexico has won the U-17 World Cup um, twice in, like, the last 20 years. I think a U-23 won. And all those prospects that were supposed to, like, be really good kind of just gave up when they went pro, like, with a bigger, it, a, a good team in, like, Mexico, MLS. They didn't even try in Europe because they're, like, they just kind of gave up. Like, Carlos Vela, I swear to God, if he wanted to, he could have been, like, one of the best players in the world. Yeah. Um, Dos Santos, same thing. But they just were satisfied with what they had. And I can see a lot of the U.S. players since the system – the opposite to that in the U.S. is that since you have to, like, pay all this money to do all that, you have the money, like, you're going to have more hunger to keep going mm-hmm. because... It's more you're, like you're doing it because you want to yeah. and you can, not, like... Because your family can to. pay that, yeah. then you're well off. You're, it's not like you're struggling and it's like, now you're getting money. It's like, okay, I can, you know, I can provide for my family. I'm, I'm good. I don't need any more. I don't need to do more work. So, and I'm sure a lot of other nations are like that and, like, maybe underdeveloped nations and stuff. Except Brazil, you you know yeah, you, you yeah. pop out and you're already juggling a ball. So, but it's the U.S. has a lot of potential in the next couple of decades. I say I don't see this generation doing the things that people are saying they're gonna do, except for North America. But why the why on Bailey shirt upside down? We on Bailey? Yeah. I want to make it a Windows Gold Cup. Honestly, I, I don't even care if the U.S. win it or not. I said it before the tournament started. I was like, 
at this point, we're literally just like, like we pretty much know what our team is going to be like in 2026. Mm-hmm. So right now, we're just trying to figure out who who's making the bench and who's making the reserves for the World Cup. We don't have to qualify. So now it's about pushing the guys that aren't going to be starting and seeing if they're capable enough to represent the badge and represent the country. I, I actually think that, yeah, but I feel like these tournaments in between the World Cup are going to be very important because you already know who like your back line is going to be for the most part mm. as long as they keep performing. But if you take B and C teams, right, to these type of tournaments, like say the Gold Cup, Nations League, see how they perform, that's how you start like getting players to be, like how you said it, your subs, your reserve or whatever. And I think competing like with some of your A-league players who like are going to be the back line and then like, experimenting, mm-hmm. especially with the Copa America coming up, which we're all going to be in, all that, like you still have to try and it's very important to try to compete instead of brushing it off. That's the thing though, I feel like right now, while they have time, is when they can do a little bit more trial and error. Exactly. And then as we get closer to the World Cup, they're obviously going to start incorporating more A and B team. And, like, we're not taking a freaking C team to Copa America. No. Like, we're there to make a statement. Like, we want to prove that we're capable of competing with Brazil, with Argentina, and with the best teams. Well, you guys would this, take your A? I'm assuming we're going to take you A. Wouldn't, you wouldn't do, like, an A, B to, like, I, experiment? I think that's what I'm thinking. Like, okay. we'll probably do, like, an A, B team. I know Mexico's going to do that shit. They always do that shit. And it's going to be mostly... Like, I feel like it's going to mostly be people that are, like, on the cusp of making the team, except for, like, one or two players that, like, you're for sure starting. Like, yeah. Christian Pulisic is probably going to start. Without a doubt. McKinney. McKinney, maybe. Like, we're going to bring some midfielders that might not be in the starting lineup right now that could be. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see, oh, if you can compete against freaking Rodrigo De Paul, yeah. then you can compete against Weston McKinney for a starting spot at the World Cup in four years or three years now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for, I mean, is Canada going to be in the Copa America? Yeah, okay. all, all three teams. So then, too, I mean, well, I don't know how Canada is. I don't really know their roster that well, but I'm sure they would want to be doing the same thing um, and just try to get more competitive because the main goal at the end of the day, the you're going to be at the World Cup on home soil. You're not trying to make a fool out of yourself. Yeah, uh, the way, especially not the way they did in Qatar. Canada. Oh, yeah. No wins. No that, draws. Was, that was rough. How many goals? One goal. Davies. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see Guatemala. They're very promising from what I've seen. This Gold Cup, considering that they've been pretty poor the last 10, 15 years. I mean, I would expect them to be getting destroyed by Jamaica right now. It's only 1-0. I mean, Jamaica, yeah, they're not the strongest team. And Gonkakaf, but they have a good Offensi- team. Offensively in this tournament, they are the best team. I would still give that to the U.S. I don't know. You know how many goals you guys have scored? Well, yeah, but we've played fucking Trinidad and St. Oh, I guess they played them, too. Yeah. <laughs> so That's true. That's true. And they struggle a little bit more. I think it's their midfield that's a big problem. Yeah. That, they don't have, exactly. that, they don't the, have the creativity. That's the difference. Like, our whole team overall is better. If you put their front their three, front three with, in yours, our, with the rest of you want to be St. Kitts at like 13 0. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's no disrespect to any of the U.S. players. Like, they've. It's so funny because everybody's complaining. Like, I see a lot of U.S. fans. Like, me personally, I'm not a fan of Jesus Ferreira. I just don't like him. I've seen him. His first game for the U.S., he scored like two goals. Ever since, he's been awful. I've watched him at Dallas. He's been 
mediocre at best. Mm-hmm. Like, he scores his goals, but like, that's other really than it. that, that's all he does really. Yeah. And like now he's scoring hat tricks against these Caribbean islands, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's just them." And like, yeah, I mean, Jamaica didn't score. Nobody on their team scored a hat trick against Saint Kitian. Nobody scored a hat trick against Trinidad. But at the same time, like, our team is way better than them. Yeah. Like this Overall. is expected. Yeah. And they don't have the creativity from the midfield to really do what the U.S., like you said, exactly. overall, it is better. Um, so read, with, read. Oh. He sold me with that freaking body thing. Um, shit, should we talk about some transfers and shit? I mean, yeah. A lot's that, been that, going on. The, the only thing that happened hasn't been international. <laughs> Although it seems like that's the only footy, no, it is the only footy going on except MLS. Oh, uh, La Apertura for Liga Mekis started again, but unless you follow Mexican soccer, you don't really care. I'll pay attention when my Tigres make the final again. They tied yesterday against considerably one of the one of the worst teams. It happens, bro. It happens. They tied to Juarez. I would say Mazatlan's probably the worst. I'm just kidding. I'm not a Tigres fan. I, I still don't have a team. Probably never will, to be honest. I just CBA to watch. I think it's interesting and fun to, like, keep up with it. Uh, there's a handful of games, like, when you watch it, you're going to be like, this kind of ass. But and then, like, there'll be that one game in the middle of the season. Like, a couple of games throughout the middle, like, throughout the season where it's like, oh, that was a good-ass game. But then it's not until, like, La Ligia or their version of the playoffs where it starts getting really interesting. For me, it's just, like, the times of games is just so, like... They start at 9 yeah, or like, 8. It's just so... It's uh, very late. It's unaligning with my schedule. And they don't, it's not like, they don't just have games like Saturday and Sundays. It's throughout the whole week. Like, yeah. one day you play, like, uh, Thursday. At Thursday, then you play on Sunday, then on Tuesday, then, like, it's just, the only team I know that is the most consistent with their schedule is when Pumas play at home, because they always play at 12 a.m. on a Sunday. Fair. Always. Fair. But then it's like, it's 12 a.m., bro, I'm not going to watch that. On a shit. Sunday, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, who knows? Um, before we get into, like, transfer talks and stuff. The fire. They've been killing it recently. A little bit, yeah, despite that loss in uh, Orlando. We lost in Orlando 3-1. Undeserved loss, by the way. I, I Should have got a pen. Um, a lot happened. The ref was pretty bad. But at the same time, he was also pretty bad in the opposite way. Um, he sent off Suke for no reason, but it's okay. It didn't bite us in the ass because we beat. We won yesterday one nil. Should have been two nil. They called a handball on Brian Gutierrez. It, it went off the top of his shoulder, bro. Yeah. Never his hand. Never. But whatever. We still won. That's all that matters. Uh, we've won three of our last four, including the first ever win uh, against Portland in Portland. In Portland, yep. Very big. Uh, dub. That, I'm not gonna lie. That shocked me. Yeah, Portland so. hasn't been that great this year, but like, they've still been, in Portland, the last it's couple crazy. of years they've been, they've been going down. Yeah, they have. Well, I don't know if it's that they've been going down or if the rest of the MLS is just catching up. I can see that because the rest of the league has gotten a lot better. Yeah, that's a few true. years ago, watching an MLS game was pretty dreadful, but now, like I said, it's every week there's a banger. Because there's more quality, quality signings, with- the managers and like the tactics and everything. They, they're, it's actually tactical now because. Even three years ago, everybody was jumbled around the middle of the pitch trying to kick the ball and get it. Mm-hmm. And, like, now you can actually see, like, 
it flows. Managers like, back even three years ago, it was literally just long ball yeah. football. It was like the championship it was, kind. It, you're jumbled up and trying now, to get a ball. It's now they sign players and they sign managers that have a that have tactics and have ideas and they're trying to implement them. And it, the reason that it's easier now to to actually bring players here from other countries is because now they see that MLS is a gateway to Europe. Uh-huh. There are so many players that A lot of South Americans, Central Americans come here. That aren't ready to go to Europe yet, but they're ready to make a big... They, they need more competition. They need to make the jump, so they come here instead. And, I mean, considering compared to, like, maybe other, like, countries and stuff, like, the, the quality of life here is, you know, it's quite nice depending where you go. Yeah. But most of the cities that have an MLS team, you're going to be all right. Yeah. So... It's it's attractive to a lot of young footballers who are coming from maybe another country that's maybe less developed and stuff. And not only that, because they're coming to America and they're international, they're going to get paid pretty well compared to other leagues in the world as well. Right. Because of the way the salary cap is structured and all that, they will get a pretty good payday. So they'll move to a bigger city, they'll live the American lifestyle, and they'll get paid pretty well. Do you think, in, in, in the terms of marketing and the way the league is portrayed, I think MLS has surpassed the Yamekis. When it comes to, like, when, like, the teams actually playing each other, they haven't. What do you think is most attractive to players going to MLS as a league Yamekis now? Because realistically, when you think North... Because you can stay in South America, uh-huh. but, like, when you think of, like, North America, it's those two, really. I think one of it is, as we said, like, you're living... In America. You think it's like, just like that American I feel like, type I feel, thing? Yeah. I feel like a lot of people like... I feel like it's 50-50 the way people view America. 50% of the world Hate hates it. it. Yeah. They're like, all you care about is killing people, and taxes, and Donald Trump. Well, it's understandable. And the other half is like, oh, you got good weather. Yeah. You guys make a lot of money. You guys have a lot of fun things to do mm-hmm. any day of the week. And, and every good, MLS good, team is like a big city for the most part. food. Very like diverse. Very diverse. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be able to find people just like me no matter where I go. 100%. And, yeah, you're right. I mean, the diversity and all that, I guess, is a big thing because in Mexico, the league itself with players is... It's mostly Mexican. Yeah, but, like, the the players that come from, like, they would come from South America. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the players are from South America. Every now and then you'll get a player from, like, Europe or Africa, maybe Asia once in a blue moon, but, like... It's very Hispanic. I, but I also feel like not only that, I just feel like more people like outside of North America talk about MLS. Because you have more big stars going there now. Yeah. Or players coming up from there going to teams that are more important. Exactly. So like they see it like... If that, you that's ask the marketing. Someone, if you right? ask someone like, if you, have you ever heard of like an MLS team or a Liga Mekis team? And they're like, and not like the bigger team. Mm-hmm. Let's say, have you ever heard of Salt Lake or have you ever heard of Juarez? Right? Like, yeah. And you go ask some random fucking. Well, yeah, I've heard of Juarez and fucking Narcos. Exactly. Like, that's what they're going to say. Like, oh, they have a team? Yeah. Like, oh, I've heard of Real Salt Lake. I don't know how they are. I've never, like, seen them play. I've never, yeah. I don't know what they look like. I don't know anything about them, but yeah. I've heard of them. Right. And I feel like MLS has, like, and even now, like, it's growing and growing and growing, and, like, Messi's coming, and, like, mm-hmm. All these players are coming here, and all these players are leaving here and going to Europe, like I said. And so, like, the league itself is just like, oh, Mexico, Jamaica. So the U.S. will play Panama if we went there. Oh, nice. 
If the but, U.S. doesn't win the Gold Cup, whoever wins between Jamaica and Mexico is going to win it all. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Um, yeah, no, I'll just, uh, I guess my main question was uh, when it comes to, like, the quality of play, the MLS is starting to look cleaner, but why do they still have a, such a difficult time against the young Yankees when they face them? I don't know. I feel like... Because I don't know either, so I just want like, well, like, an opinion or... The last, like, two years... It's been we've, we've been Yeah, we, we've, they've been progressing. MLS has been progressing, and I, I think it's just time. Because at the end of the day, Liga Mekis is a bigger league. It's been around longer. They have, done, like, they've gone down in the last 10 years. Like, when you talk to a lot of Mex- like Liga Mekis fans, like, the league is not what it was even, like, from, like, 2010. Mm-hmm. Even 2015, maybe. It has really just plummeted in a way. Um... They're not taking anything away from Seattle when they won the Champions League. Oh, that was a fraud, dude. I'll take it away from them. Um, They've been shit ever since. They genuinely beat the Spurs of Mexico. Yeah. Pumas are the Spurs of Mexico. Yeah, honestly, Seattle was literally just like, like, they showed up for that tournament and that was it. And they it happened with any team. They've been they, non-existent they've for been a while. They've been non since. Even prior to that. Yeah. For the most part, like, I feel like Seattle and Portland are always those teams that, like, I never know what's going on with them. But, like, they either end up at the top or the bottom of the table. Yeah. And, like, they could be freaking, they could both, like, they'll play each other in the semifinal one year, and then they'll both be the worst two teams in MLS the next. Yeah. And one of the reasons I bring up the difference between League of Mekis and um, MLS is because the League's Cup is obviously coming up. Starts in, like, two weeks. Yeah, so I don't know if we'll record next week or we're going to continue to do bi-weekly. Um or we can do it next week. We can maybe have a guess or something. It's up to you. Yeah. Um, but I bring it up because I, I I didn't even know when it started. To be honest, I thought it was like soon soon. Um, Two weeks. But do you think you can give a specific team who you think could win it? But do you think it'll be a Mexican team or a U.S. team? The thing is, I don't really know enough about Mexican teams because like I don't really watch a lot of Yankees. Um. But, like, realistically, I don't think it's going to be one of the smaller teams from either league that really... Yeah, no, it's, like, it's, it's going to be, like, Chivas, America, yeah. LAFC, the Galaxy. I think the Galaxy could have a chance. My my way of thinking is that it's for like, both leagues, it's not going to... The, the team that wins, it's not going to be a team that's playing well in their respective league. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a team that's doing either mid or bad for their standards, and somehow they're going to win the whole thing, League's Cup. I can see that. Because... When, say, Chivas won the Champions League, right? They were shit in the league. When they were going to win the actual league, they were shit in the Champions League. That happens as well with a lot of MLS teams. The Igres were shit in the league, but somehow won La Liga. So they made playoffs, and all of a sudden, they just went off. Mm-hmm. Like, they're so inconsistent. I I couldn't tell you who's... The only team I know in Mexico right now that has, like, significantly, significantly improved their squad is Chivas, that I know for a fact. Mm-hmm. America, a little bit. Tigres right now, they're just not as good as they used to be. Like, and then you can say maybe Monterrey, Pachuca. Leon, I have no idea how they won the Champions League, to be fucking honest. I have no idea. And then when it comes to MLS, you think of LEFC, uh, maybe Philly, who was underperforming. Um, who else? Well, there's one team that you can't discount. Because they have the greatest player to ever play the game. And his debut will be in the Leeds Cup against... Who are they playing? Fucking... I lost... 
don't know. Gotza, I don't know who the fuck they're playing, bro. Some team, I don't know. But that's his debut. Okay, that's Cruz Azul. Yeah, that's it. Cruz Azul. Cruz Azul. Miami. Miami. Did you hear that? So, what is it, 2025, when they have the new Club World Cup? That it's going to be, you know, how it's set up. You have to win a the trophy in your respective continent stuff. But since it's hosted in the U.S., they're going to pick another MLS team because they're the host nation. So you just know damn well MLS did that so they could put Miami, Miami in there 100%. just to have that. Miami's so fucking Busquets. They're going to get Dori Alba. They want Hazard. Like, I've seen people talk about how everything they're doing is legal within, like, the MLS rules. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, how? Like, I just, like... The thing is, is like, it's not... Messi makes $55 million a year. That's over the salary cap alone. By a lot. By a lot. It's like more than triple the salary cap of the whole team by, for just that one guy. So... Does this contract say that he gets a share of Miami after or a share of an MLS team later? Miami. Okay. So he'll be part owner of Miami when he retires That's from right. footy completely. Okay. Um... The thing that sucks is, like, as a Fire fan, it's not fair that you're giving... Like, every year there's a team and they, that they, the MLS picks and they're given special treatment. For so long, it was the Galaxy. Galaxy. The Galaxy. For probably the last, like, 20 years it's been the Galaxy because L.A. is, like, the most easy place to market to someone from anywhere else in the world. Would you say Seattle was one? Because I, I could kind of see it. The thing is, I don't think Seattle was. I think Seattle, because, like... Who did Seattle sign that, like, anybody knows? A lot of under, like, underrated players that went under the radar. Exactly, but, like, nobody, like... They Crazy. Didn't, they didn't sign Zlatan. Okay. They didn't sign David Beckham. They didn't sign Lionel Messi. New York City FC. New York. Mm-hmm. They're both New York teams, honestly. The Red Bulls with, like, Bradley For, Wright yeah. Phillips, Titi. Yeah, that's true. And, uh, then, and then they had Lampard. Atlanta came. They kind of sucked their dick for a little they bit. They sucked their dick, but they didn't, like... I don't think there was any special treatment. Yeah. Because Atlanta was just that good, and they built yeah. their roster so well. That it, that it was great for them. And then LAFC came and they, LAFC, they fucking... They, they, they broke some rules. <laughs> Miami, they broke the rule. They got they got taxed or fined, whatever, because they had four DPs and you're only allowed three. And now they're about to have six. Like, when is Chicago going to get their dick sucked by Don Garber? Honestly. Like, I want them to, like, choke on the Sears Tower. The best thing that's ever happened to the fire. Well, I can't say ever, but... Bastion Schweinsteiger. Like, that was peak. Blanco was peak. No, but, like, I mean, like, in terms of, like, Worldwide audience. Oh, yeah. That's what brought the most eyes to the Chicago Fire. It was Bastian Schweinsteiger. In the last 15 years, I guess. 100%. Obviously, obviously I, we, I don't count Blanco because, like... We were actually we were a actually good team. Good. Yeah. It was we a were, good team. We were actually good in winning Fair. stuff then. I guess you could maybe say the same at first with Shakiri because it was kind of like... He wasn't the biggest star, but he always kind of performed decently with the big teams. And, and then... He was worldwide renowned. Like, people knew... People knew who Shakiri was. Shakiri is. If, if it wasn't for his playing style or bangers, it was because he looks like a fucking thumb. Yeah. So, like, it was a big thing, and he's been underwhelming the entire time. Uh-huh. But, I mean, could that be also because maybe some players are around? No, because there is so many things about him that is just shit. And, like, to be fair, he is the highest paid player in the league. And he's not playing like he is. And, like, that's not on MLS. That's on our staff for bringing in Jordan Security when you could have brought in Bitch, you else. are the staff. I wasn't the one he came to. <laughs> All right, let me just clarify. <laughs> Regardless, back to what we were talking about. I forgot what we were talking about. If I oh, had to go. pick a winner, I'm going to go with someone who's a little bit rogue, but I don't think they're that rogue. 
FC Dallas. Yeah. I would have probably picked them. They're always good in MLS. Never quite good enough. But they have the team to be, like, it's completely different. It's not a league. It's a, it's a tournament. I mean, and they, they won MLS, what, two years ago, three years ago, something like that? On paper, I'm going to go with Chivas. Yeah. I, I That's the thing, like, I genuinely do think it'll be someone from Mexico, but I don't know about enough about all the Mexican teams to, See, to and pick I, one. So I know a decent amount of Liga Mikey's, but I don't pay attention to it the way maybe maybe people think I do or I should. But Chivas has built a very strong team. America is always decent for the most part. And I just feel like the other big teams like Tigres, I mean, Cruz Azul is always kind of like, you think they're going to win something, but you kind of know they're not. So, like, one of those. Two. Or it could be a surprise, like, other team, like, you know, the Fire could win it. <laughs> hey, we made a good uh, Gold Cup run. I mean, not Gold Cup. Open Cup. Open Cup run. Oh, dude, um, did we talk about how we got fucked by the ref against Houston? Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm so, so aggravated. That was a bad night. Um, it's tough. It really is. So yeah, how long is that competition going to go for? Like a month? A couple weeks? I think it's about a month, yeah. Like three weeks to a month. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be an apple, right? Yeah, originally it wasn't, but now it is. It's only? I don't know if it's only on Apple. Because I saw a lot of things sure, where so. a lot of people in Mexico were upset because, like, like, why the fuck we have to get Apple for this shit? Like, we don't even really care about it, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, we still kind of want to watch. Yeah. And, like, we're not going to get Apple for it. Like, it's, like, put it on TV. So I don't know how that's going to work. I'm not quite sure, but I believe it is only not an Apple exclusive now. That's, I think that's shit. Um, oh, I forgot. We were talking about this right before um, we started recording. For the Gold Cup shit, um, how do you feel about the double headers with games? Because, like, say, like, you know, like... As a fan, I like it. If, um... Because, like... You go to two games at once. You go to two games for the price of one. Uh, they're not, like... Tickets aren't that much more expensive for both games. Mm-hmm. But, like... It sucks if you play second because the field is going to be trash. Like, you have to wait for that whole other team to, like, get out of the stadium. And, like, you got to wait for everybody to be done on the field so that you can then go and warm up and then you can get psyched. And, like, usually it, it sucks because let's say you're a Guatemala fan or you're a Jamaica fan and all these U.S. fans bought tickets to this game We're gonna go after and they're not even going to go to your game. So then the stadium looks empty. Or vice versa because, say, like, the whole Guatemala-Jamaica game, you saw a lot of, like, U.S. Guatemala, fans. Yeah. Or, no, yeah, even yesterday, Mexico versus... Uh, Costa Rica, the game prior was Panama and Qatar. You saw a lot of green, which was Mexico fans waiting for the game. Mm-hmm. So that can even, like, disrupt the atmosphere. Yeah. For, like, the teams that are playing. Exactly. Or um, it could work vice versa. Like, if the U.S. play first, then all the U.S. fans leave and it's still empty. Yeah. In the second game, like... I feel like... Because I, I see where they're trying to go, saving money and all that shit. Yeah. But I feel like, even for these smaller teams, even if you have it in, like... Even if both games are in the same city or something... Like, I don't know, okay, not in the same city, but for these smaller, like, nations where they don't get as many fans, find a smaller stadium for them yeah. and, like, try to pack it out. The prices is also ridiculous. How much, like, were they saying, like, I think it was almost, like, 60 bucks for, like, a 
Trinidad versus fucking... Yeah, it was expensive. What was it? Like, Trinidad and... St. Kittens? Is, is it St. Kitt- Kittens? U.S. St. Kitts and Nevis, so. Or Jamaica. Well, not even, like, the U.S. one. It was just, like, St. Kitts and Trinidad, and they were, like, charging, like, 60 bucks. And in Europe, you have the Euros with, like, the best players in the world, and you could find one for, like, 15, 20 bucks. Yeah. Even if you're nosebleed, like, that's decent. Yeah, yeah. Like, Especially to see your country. Yeah, like, you're not gonna... If, if St. Kitts and Trinidad came to Chicago, right... And they said, we're going to play at SeatGeek Stadium. 15 bucks, I'm there. Yeah. I am i don't know who I'm supporting, but at 15 bucks for a game, like, I'd be there. I would be there. 100%. And a lot of other people, a lot of people are going to be like, no, fuck that. But, like, I feel like you're really throwing off a lot of these teams with their support. I feel that. I feel like it's weird. I don't know. And then, yeah, I just find it weird. I don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I don't know. See, the, the thing is, too, is, like, there are some people that, like, like me personally, I would go for the first game and the second game. Like, me I'm too. paying to watch both. Exactly, I would, too. And, like, there are some people that do that. But, like, I just, like, I don't know if there's, like, a, there is no really winning situation if you do it a ladder. Like, yeah, you save money because you don't have to pay to, like, use as many fields and all that stuff. But, like, I don't know. Feel like the atmosphere takes a hit, the players, the field takes a hit, like. And I don't like the way that I, I understand it, but the Gold Coast always in the U.S., right? Mm-hmm. I feel like if you would like try to do it in other countries, which I know, a lot of them don't have the infrastructure, and the capacity to be holding a tournament like this. Um, but even if you did it in like a couple different countries, for like the whole tournament, like say you give it all to like Central America. For like the tournament, next one like the Caribbean. That would be sick. If there was yeah. if there was a gold cup in the Caribbean, bro, I'm there. Jamaica or Trinidad will win the fucking thing because they're on home home turf. I am there. No cap. Like I'd be island hopping. I didn't know Trinidad was so far south to like South America. I thought they were closer to the Caribbean. Oh, they are. They're way down there. Oh yeah. By like, Guadalupe, Martinique, and all the other territories oh, that. I thought they were always considered South America. Belize and all that. Um, who was the other one? Suriname? It's basically South America. Hmm. Um, what a stadium. Yeah, two, TQL is a top-tier MLS stadium. I like those still. <sighs> Fuck Ohio. Um, I wish there was a weekend that, like, Cincinnati played on Saturday and Columbus played on Sunday so that I could go to both games in the same weekend. Yeah. And, like, don't have to drive to Ohio twice. And then I'll never go back to Ohio in my life. I've been once. It was... I went to Columbus. Boo. The oh. downtown area was quite nice. It was a nice little downtown area, but as soon as you go out of the downtown area, it's... It's Ohio. You're back in Ohio. Um, but, uh... Transfers. Transfers? There's been a lot. There's been a lot in. We're going to miss a couple, but I guess we can highlight some. Or how our teams are doing, or how the big six are doing, and maybe other European teams. Um, I I say we uh. Let's not beat around the bush. Let's just start with like the team in the world that's had the most transfer activity out of any other team. The scummy Blues in London. They've sold what seven players. Signed, Something like signed that. like two. Something like that, yeah. Um. I know a lot of uh, people are mad with Saudi Arabia, which 
again, I feel like I have no problem, but at the same time I do because they bought all these players, right? But mm-hmm. it's like they got the money, so like what's stopping them? Even if they came in rated like Chelsea, people are like, oh, Chelsea's suspicious, blah, blah, blah. Like the owner has a good relationship with someone. Like it's a business deal and there's nothing wrong with it because, yeah, they're paying more than the player's probably worth, but it's not like they're paying like 100 or 200 million for that player. Yeah. So like I don't really understand what's suspicious about it. And on the other side, it's I see all these players that still have like a lot of potential to still be good for another couple of years going over there where they could have gone to like another team or another league in the top five where it could have been more interesting. Like if half of those players went to like say, I don't know, Serie A or Bundesliga or Liga, like it would have made the league a lot more interesting. Well, the Chelsea thing, the reason I- People said that it was suspicious because apparently, I don't know if someone in Saudi Arabia bought part of Chelsea or like they bought part of Todd Bowley's company that owns Chelsea or something that has like, so they're like, realistically, they own Chelsea and they're, they also own the Saudi club. I think it's, so they're just it's the doing company that within. Bowley owns where they're partners. It's not something Chelsea like specifically. That. Something like that. But like they're part owners of Chelsea now, Saudi Arabians. But, like, at the same time, like, it's the same thing with, like, the fire and Lugano. Mm-hmm. Like, if a player well, shit, we just ship him Are you thinking about Strasbourg? No, 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 no. There's a team in Saudi. Because Boley's company brought Strasbourg. They brought them fans. too. But the Saudi company bought into Boley's company. Which, so they're yeah. technically owners of both Strasbourg and Chelsea as well, as however many Saudi clubs they own. But, like I said, like, it's, like, it's the same as... The fire, like Nacho Alceda, isn't performing in MLS, so we sent him to Lugano. And then we got and then vice we versa. Want, oh, Marin Holland Salasi is pretty good. Let's bring him to Illinois. Like, I like him. At the end of the day, like, is it fishy? Maybe. But, I mean, you own the clubs. Yeah. So, like, if you want to pay someone a certain amount of money, then do it. And then, like, the only, like, Chelsea's always going to get shit for whatever they do anyway, but, like, if anything, it's almost, not fishier, but it's, like, more bogus, like, say, Newcastle, right? Yeah. They're literally owned by Saudi State, so, like, with all these players going. Because the way that Saudi Arabia is doing it is that all these teams are their own owners, but, of like, they're in charge of their club, but technically the Saudi State owns everything. Mm-hmm. So if they wanted to, they can be like, hey, let's take Conte from this team and just send him to fucking Newcastle, mm-hmm. like, on loan. Because, like, they own all of it, plus they own Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Saudi State doesn't own us. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Look at the look at the legal documents. No, they don't. You looked at the legal documents. They actually do, but no, they don't. It was law. It was declared by the, uh, the European Premier or the European, the English Premier League that they do not own us. Otherwise, we wouldn't have. They wouldn't have let the sale go through. Yeah, but you know that shit's fishy. No, yeah, they hundred percent do own <laughs> us, but but legally, no, no, they don't. Legally, no, but <laughs> every other way, yes. So. And then, I thought it was funny that, I mean, I know you guys obviously got a great signing in Tonali, but I don't know if he's going to perform because you can tell right off the bat that man does not want to be there. Yeah, he does. Have you seen those videos? I've seen the videos of him signing for Milan, and they look the exact same. No, he didn't. He had a smile on his face. No, the man looks not, like he bro. just got put in a concentration camp. That's cat, bro. It's the boy in the striped pajamas right there. I can literally, literally pull up 15 videos got of him the stripe. signing for Milan with no smile, bro. That man does not want to be in Newcastle. He cried. Well, obviously, anybody's going to cry if you freaking your, your boyhood club sells you. They betray you, obviously. 
that literally means that he does not want to go to Newcastle. Look, if you want to no, leave... No, 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 no. This is the difference. You could not want to go anywhere. And then the, t- the club puts you for sale and you leave. So if he was going to freaking Chelsea, he would have the same reaction. Oh, I didn't want to leave Milan. Not that I don't want to go to Newcastle. It's that I don't want to leave Milan. That's my point, though. Well, okay, but like... It's not specifically Newcastle. I'm just saying you don't want to be there. But he does. No matter what. He, his agent said it. Like He's, he's ready to embrace the challenge. He said, well, he I'm ready to embrace choice. the challenge. Yeah, he could have. He could have said, I'm not leaving. But he can't do that. Yeah, he can. He could have not oh, signed the contract. contract right? yeah. He could have just but said, I'm not going to leave. Like, if he would have stayed like, at Milan, like, it would have been like torture for him. Okay. But if that's what he wanted, then he could have stayed. He was still going to get paid the same amount of money. He was still going to play games. Nothing for him would have changed. They would have just been in a lot of debt. Brother doesn't want to be there, bro. I'm, I'm... That's fine, bro. Anybody can. Anybody that says that doesn't know what's going on, bro. And honestly, the re- the reason I say that too is because I don't know if he's gonna fully play out to like his potential the way he could have because of the way he feels about being left by his club. All I know is he's gonna go to the Premier League. We're gonna have a top five pr- midfield in the Premier League. We're gonna advance out of the group stage in the Champions League, and we're probably gonna win the FA Cup this year. Nah, uh, probably the league cup, not the FA. You want me to be honest and not biased? I think you guys are gonna. If you guys do get out of the group, it's a it's a if, but I don't think you guys are gonna get top four. I think since oh no, nah, I, I don't think we'll get top four either. Okay, because we're gonna have way too many games. Our team, you guys are gonna our team isn't to built. It. Our team is not built. Eddie Howe's gonna have his first ever season in Europe ever. Yeah. So you don't know how that's gonna go. Our team barely made top four, when that was all we had to focus on. Well, now you have a lot of better, stronger squad. You have depth and better. Not play. really. We haven't. The only person we've signed is Tonali. Is you, you're gonna get um. Maybe. Uh, we Barnes, were, no. We were supposed to sign Madison. He said no. We were supposed to sign Solobot. He said no. So who knows? But on the other hand, Anthony Gordon just won the U twenty one Euro Player of the Tournament. Yeah, one of the. Best as prospects to come out of Everton since Wayne Rooney. And you see all the salt that Everton has towards him? Yeah. There's three Everton players, or two and one former, and they were like, congrats. Didn't even mention him. Even though he was the best player at the tournament. The only and the only reason I don't like Everton is because they got Leicester relegated. It's the only reason. I don't like them because they're scum. You just don't like anybody. But I do want to go see their new stadium when it's open. That's going to be fire. Yeah, it is. You're going to set it on fire? Nah. I can't say that on record. <laughs> um, United only have really signed uh, Mickey Mount. Sorry, he's a bum anyways. Overpaid for a bum. Honestly. Again. Honestly. Look, man has no spine. I hate him now because the way he left, whatever. But I still genuinely think maybe they did overpay him. But I think he's going to be... He's a very good signing, in my opinion, for United. I still think he has the qualities that I've always said. I think he's going to help them out a lot with being the box-to-box midfielder that I think they're missing. But he's a soulless piece of shit, so it doesn't matter. Real legend left. That's pretty quick, though. That's a real legend yeah. right there. To Atleti as well. He was Lo- supposed to go to Barca two years ago, and now he's going to Atleti. Snake in the grass. Loaf this cheek. Absolute legend. Absolute legend. He's a blue through and through. 
Well, now he's a red, actually. Yep, alongside with CP10. CP10, yeah. Or number one as well. I don't uh, know how... He's number one target. I don't know how much he's going to play. Because... Uh, uh, According to P.O., he's going to play a lot. Because he plays in the position of Liao. No, he said he's going to play him on the right and as a 10. So that's, that's what I was thinking. Since Brian Diaz is going back to Madrid, he's probably going to take his role as a 10. And then on the right, they don't really have anyone that good on the right, yeah. so... Did he play that well on the right? Because I, I always see him at his best on the left. Well, he's, he's, his best position is through the middle. But he prefers to play on the left. But when he first started playing for Dortmund, he was playing on the, on the right. Yeah. So technically, his best club success his best club success has been on the right side. Uh, well, when he was lockdown fully was on the left. That's true. And lockdown fully was, was a that different was like animal. four games. Because he got injured. Because of fucking Arsenal, they injured his ass. Was it four games? It was a few. No, more. it was more than that. Okay. It was like ten games at most. Okay, yeah. But when he was playing at Dortmund and he was scoring against Madrid in the Champions League, he was League, on the right. At eighteen, he was on the right. Yeah. And when he plays for the U.S., he plays on the left, but he really plays through the middle. And every time he's played in the middle at Chelsea, he's been ass. So. So is everyone else, though. To be fair, Havertz was pretty bad there. Mount was pretty bad there. But at the same time, like it's not their fault. They didn't have anyone to finish their chances. Yeah. The wingers were all ass at the same time, like. So I think he'll do good in Milan, especially since the league is a little bit slower than the Prem. He has a better chance to really play the way that he likes to. And uh, speaking of Havertz, he's gone. I really do think that we're going to see the Havertz that everybody expected at Chelsea at Arsenal because of Arteta and the fact that they actually have a striker they can play behind. And that was the purpose of him, except Chelsea never had a good striker. And my, they played him as striker. My only question is, like, is it going to work? Like, they're going to commit a lot of men forward now. Udegaard, Havertz, Martinelli, Saka, and Gabriel Jesus. I'm thinking they have the front three of Martinelli, Jesus, and Saka, right? And then you have the midfield three of Rice and Odegaard. Rice is... I feel like him and Odegaard are going to be more of the center mids. They can shift between being the CDM comfortably because Rice is a CDM but he can comfortably move up. Odegaard is more of like a cam but he can easily play as a center middle role. Yeah. Havertz is just a cam for the most part. So I feel like he's going to thrive being knowing that he's going to have them two by a side or behind him yeah. and have a striker in front of him. Like there's still moments that Havertz is ass like he is. Like yeah, there's yeah. there's like like not even system wise like when the man touches the ball it's awful. But I do think he's going to be what Chelsea fans expected at Arsenal because they already have a plan and they have structure. That's who, who else left? I um, agree. And a lot of people are, like, against the Habits move and, like, I just don't understand it. Like, oh, I'm against – oh, Arsenal fans? Yeah. No, okay. like, people in general are like, it's not going to work. Like, this guy's trash. Like, he really isn't. Like, Chelsea didn't pay all that money because he's trash. Right. Like, he, he is a good player. He just – I mean, it doesn't help that he's had fucking, what, four managers at Chelsea? And all trying to impl- imp- implement a different, different system. system. He hasn't been really playing the position that he's best at. Which, I mean, I guess he plays striker now for Germany. But, like, he's not a striker. But he's been ass at Germany, too. Yeah. As striker, because he's not a striker. He's not a striker. So, his confidence is gone. He hasn't been played where he needs to be played, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I also fear that we're going to keep making the same mistake with Nkunku. They're going to try to play him as striker. Well, when he's the same thing as Havertz, I don't think, I don't think so. Because do you think we're gonna play Jackson? Well, because if I think about it, 
if I think about one of Poch's best players while he was at Spurs, Harry Kane, obviously. Mm-hmm. But his second and third best player were Dele Alli and Christian Eriksen. Some of the positions. Which is in Kunku. Mm-hmm. All of them. He plays one. that position. Yeah, he plays everywhere. Exactly. So I feel like he's just going to be a mold of all three of them. So I think he will play a little bit of striker, but I think he'll mostly play more just like center forward-ish, Cam. Well, Felix should have been, but they played him as striker, yeah. but he's not a number nine. And that's why we got Jackson and Ambrosius coming back from injury. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Brosha. Um, Who, he's very, he's a raw talent, He's but he has potential in a way. Maybe not to be the best thing ever, but he's something. Um, apparently, ZX Medical didn't <laughs> pass to go to Saudi, yeah. so Koulibaly's gone. Um, Kante's gone. Kovacic's gone. The City. City are um, about to sign Vardial. Vardial. Yeah. Um, that's fucking crazy. That's unfair. <laughs> to everybody out there. Nah, to crazy. everybody. Um, They're picking their, their minimal weaknesses and just strengthening them. They lost Gundogan or Osan Kovacic. They haven't even I was kind of surprised he went to Barca. Yeah, me too. Did I, did I say that last time? That I could see him at Barca? Or did I, I see that I can see him either going back to Dortmund or going to like a Barca. I think so. I can see him in the system at Barca, uh, which ended up happening. I remember because I said I was like I think he would do well at Atleti. That too, yeah, he, he would. But he went to Barca instead. Um, fair play. Oh, United are very close to signing Onana. David De Gea also gone. Apparently, they're going to sign another keeper as well. Uh, There's like a twenty-year-old Japanese American. He's something else. Apparently, oh, I saw. Isn't he from the J League right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's touted to be like, this kid's going to be the best goalkeeper in the world one day. Also, we're recording this on a Sunday, so some things, more things might happen. Between now and when this comes out. I wonder where the hell's going to go. You think he'll, I don't think he'll go back to Atleti because he's still got Oblak. Yeah, Oblak. Oblak. Last year. He fell off a bit, but. He fell off, but I think like last year he kind of got it back a little bit. Same with like. Kind of pulled a Ter Stegen, but Ter Stegen was in the mud, and now he's most clean sheets in a single season. I still don't think people talk enough about Griezmann's comeback. Well, he officially got his number seven back at Atleti. Oh, did he? Oh, and Joe Felix apparently is not in the plans anymore for Atleti either. I don't want to, like, I love Joe Felix. I have nothing against him, but I don't want him back at Chelsea. Where could De Gea go? I don't know. Well, he's a keeper. That's. Well, he's a keeper that's not good with their feet. He has to go to, like, he can't, I do not see him going to, to go a big to, team. He has to go back to Spain. To well, you, know that's where actually, you know where I think he could go? Italy? I guess he'll go to, like, Juve. Juve? Inter? Inter? Because Onana's gone? You think they switch like that? Well, I mean, he's a free agent, so he can go wherever the fuck he wants to go. That's true. Um, I don't know where I say him. I feel like he would... I don't, I don't see him in Germany. Maybe... I think Italy would be the best. I think Italy would be the best for him. But, like, I don't know if he's good enough for any of the big teams. Like, he's not going to... My, he's not going to fucking replace mine on. No. He's not replacing... Well, Inter won't have a goalkeeper. Ooh, um, he's not replacing... What's-his-face at Roma? Um, Patricio? Yeah. He's not replacing... He's probably not replacing Chesney in fucking, at Juve. Yeah, maybe not. He, would, he can go to, like, who's Atalanta's keeper? Fuck it, if I know. <laughs> Maybe, like, a Lazio. 
Bardina. Who's the starting of that, too? I don't know. That, wasn't it used to be, um, oh no, that was like five years ago. Right? What about Napoli? Who's their keeper? Uh, Merritt? I forgot his name, but I know what he looks like. Could he go to France? Nah. Yeah. Um, Spurs got Madison, obviously. They signed another player, too. I forgot their name, though. Goalkeeper from, I don't even know. Oh, from, I think they signed Florentino's goalkeeper. Some like I think I don't know what he is, bro. But his name starts with a V. It's super hard to pronounce. They got another player though. I forgot his name. I oh, they know. did. They signed a center back. Is he a center back? I think so. I I check Fabrizio's Twitter like three times a day. To be honest, they also got some good players like um. What's it called? What's his name? And Dom Ballet's back. Um. Oh, Pogba linked to Saudi clubs. See, that's like... Alright, so... Say, like, how League One... For instance, like, this is just a random example. Mm-hmm. See how, like, League One right now is not even a top-five league. It's technically considered seven. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine all these players that go to Saudi, like, went to, like, a league like France, right? Where they have more of a footballing infrastructure. Yeah. But they none of them went to PSG. And they got scattered around France. Do you know the competition would be crazy again? It would make Ligue 1 be a better league. Like imagine Benzema went back to fucking Lyon. Um, Conte went to like I don't know. He's French, so he can go anywhere. I don't know. Where, I think he came from like a fourth division team. Yeah. Like that's just an example. Like I'm not watching the Saudi league. Like I'm sorry, I'm not. I don't know if we even could watch the Saudi league. Yeah, it's... Where's that uh, shit even on? Um, Newcastle are advancing on Harvey, Harvey Barnes. Oh, wow. Oh, wait. It's the young uh, Fofana. Um, David Dacho Fofana, one step away from joining Union Berlin on loan oh, from Chelsea. Brandon Aronson just went there on loan as well. Manor Salomon. That's who Spurs signed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Free apparently... from Shakhtar. Apparently they're about to lose uh, Harry Kane. Yeah, Byron put in the second bid for eighty mil after eighty plus ten million in on that house. I I the only reason I don't want Kane to go to Byron is for one. I need Byron to stop winning. If they sign Harry Kane, they're winning the Champions League next year. Son Mane apparently is gonna gonna Saudi. Apparently he wants to go back to the Premier League though. Would he go back to Liverpool? No. I don't think he'll ever go back there. They Speaking don't even of, need him, bro. They have fucking 45 attacking players, including Dominic Salobai, who they stole from us. I feel like he should just stay in the prem, like, because you're, like, what, 49 goals? Almost, yeah. 50, like, 50 or 49 from breaking Shearer's record? Like, Let him leave, bro. Let him leave. It's okay with me. And then um, Liverpool obviously signed McAllister early on. Salobai, that's it. Um, no, they send that other dude. Midfielder. Fuck. Why is my phone taking pictures of my pocket? It feels so weird because like we have so much longer still in the window. I know. I feel like so much has happened. But it's all been in the Premier League pretty much, except for PSG. Who they signed Ugarte? Like they signed Lucas they got... Hernandez. They signed. What's his name? Kang Lee. 
Clean yeah. thing we in something like that. We can get. I don't know. What's homie's name? That went to Liverpool, goddammit. He's a midfielder, wasn't he? Ow! Oh, oh, did you hear that? Yeah. Oh, that was my elbow. Why? I'm falling apart. Liverpool. Sign. No, dude, just Solis by and McAllister. Who was the other one? Solis by. Dominic Solis by from RB Leipzig. That's what I'm thinking of, isn't it? They stole him from us. Alright, because apparently we're going to get fucking oh, Thuram out of it. Speaking of he signed our free to Inter. Marcus I saw. I saw. And now we're about to sign his brother, hopefully. The younger one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I saw something about uh, they got a green light to get uh, Bayern midfielder Ryan Gravenberg uh, next summer, I believe. Oh. Something like that. That's what it says. I don't know if it's legit or not. But I saw something about it, so that's probably what I was thinking. Yeah, because he said he wants to leave if he's not going to play. Yeah. And Bayern check fuck out of here. So we shall see, we shall see. I think Jan Sommer is leaving as well. But Neuer's coming back, so Sommer's not going to play. I'm surprised Chelsea hasn't signed a keeper yet. I thought that was like their main target of the summer. I think Poach is not really... He, I think he said that he's okay with... Um, Gaga Kepa. in. He's going to be the second. Yes. So no. he's going to probably start playing Cupcake. I'm assuming that Poach, since we already kind of know what Kepa is capable of and not capable of, that Gaga's probably going to play the preseason. Yeah. Um, And he's probably going to be a second string, so I'm assuming for well, Cups and stuff. I did hear that he's going to be second string. During, or he'll be first play, like the first goalkeeper. Oh, hell no. What? This motherfucker's delusional. How the fuck does he think Jesus Ferreira is better than Ricardo Pepe? Alexis? Fucking Alexis Alvarez, bro. I hate that, man. I hate all American I'm sorry, comments, I'm, to be honest. I, do I hate com- American except, commentators, except too. Except for Stu Holden. That's my goat. Everyone I else, like him, too. Everyone else can go fucking suck a dick. Dude, the commentators are so cringy. I like Quinn Dempsey, too, just because he's funny. He looks rough. And he, he's, like, raw as hell. Like he he literally called out like. What'd you say, sir? Clint Dempsey. Oh, I thought you were talking about Donovan. No, I fuck that man. No, yeah, no, Clint Dempsey. I. He's funny. Yeah, I, I I don't mind him. I just hate um Donovan and his generation of U.S. players. Oh, now I just lost my train of thought. Yeah, sorry. Uh, oh, uh, 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 yeah. oh yeah, yeah. So Gaga. So apparently he's gonna play in preseason, and then like a month before, like, like two weeks or three weeks before the season starts. If they're unhappy with him as second string, then they're going to loan him out, and then they're going to bring someone in as a backup instead. They'll probably have to loan him out in Europe. Maybe he won't be no, yeah, yeah. Him. It'll be like cha- like like League One level, or League One level, championship level. League One? Yeah, yeah. Not even championship? Well, they got to see how prepared he is, right? He's only 19 years old. At the end of the day, it's all about getting first team minutes, bro. Speaking of goalkeepers, yesterday was the U21 Euro... Uh, final. England won one nil against Spain in the final, thanks to James Trafford mm-hmm. saving a penalty and the rebound in the ninety sixth minute. He is now going to be sent to Burnley for approximately fifteen million for Man City. He won't be starting. 
21 years old. I think he's going to be their starting keeper, yeah, because they had a keeper on loan or some shit like that last season, and they said, get the fuck out of here, bro. White Horse is going back to Burnley, too, bro. Burnley, they're going to have some decent players. They're probably going to be shit, but they're going to have some decent players. And there's drama as well with the England center back, Caldwell, from Chelsea. Oh, yeah. He wants to leave, but they want to keep him. They... I hear mixed reports about him saying he wants to leave or stay, but everybody's interested because he kind of is a beast for his age. Well, the thing is, is he wants to leave, but only because he knows he's not going to play. Well, honestly... Like, he deserves to play, but at the same time, they spent $40 million on Baddy at Shield. You're not going to not play Diablo Silva. Unless you spent what you're $80 million, million on Wesley Fofana. I think Fofana's going to be the one that ends up... Because Koulibaly's gone. The other one's Ch- uh, Chalaba. Well, they uh, already said, like, yeah, you're a reserve, bro. Fuck out of here. And I love him, but unfortunately, you know, it didn't work out. But I think Wafana, because of his injuries, even though he had a lot of great potential, is going to be the one to kick the bucket for the most part if they do end up playing Caldwell. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, Somebody has to. Would you rather get a Would you rather spend $80 million and then he's a flop and you have to get rid of him? Or just get rid of your academy player that one day will be very good? Well, he already is pretty good, but like. Hopefully, since Poach knows how to work with young players and does well with that, he keeps Caldwell and plays him a good amount. And I know Brighton is like, I mean, you, you were here last year. Come yeah. back. We love you here. Um, was it Milner went to Brighton, right? Yeah, James Milner did go to Brighton. Yeah. Signed some other players, too, but like... I know Handel's fighting for his life right now because of all the midfielders are trying to sign. <laughs> Liverpool. Um... Uh, there's another player. Was it a keeper? There's a player that signed to a, a lower team in the prime. I forgot who. It was a good signing. Yuri Thielman signed at Villa. Ah, that on was one of them. On a free. That was one of them. That that's that's very good. That Villa team is gonna be fighting for some Europe. Did West Ham sign someone, or am I tweaking? I think they're still looking for someone to replace Rice. Oh yeah, because they just sold Rice, and now they're about to sign hella players. They better not mess up like with that bail money with Spurs. Um, I don't know. Okay, outside of... Well, apparently Miami was looking at Ramos as well. We're still on the table. They want Hazard as well. Hazard said that he's either going to retire unless he gets a... Offer from MLS or I don't think he said Saudi. I forgot what other. I think Belgium. They're going back to Belgium. Well, I think that they said he agreed to come to MLS. And now it's just up to them, like negotiating. What team would it be? Miami. I I would love to see Hazard. He's one of my favorite players ever. I just would be unfortunate that I would want to see him be terrible against the fire when I get to see him live. You're gonna fucking dick us, bro. Hazard gonna be well. I don't know if he can still run to the midfield like back in the day, but he's gonna be if he if he gets back to like half of what he used to be running past our defense. A little. I don't think he's got it in him, bro. A great wall of she host will shut that shit down. He ain't shutting down Messi. Yeah, probably not Messi, but Hazard for sure. Busquets is gonna be running Busquets, that midfield. That's too old, bro. He can't even run. Up. You're right. Shakiri can body him. Well, to be fair, Shakiri Shakiri can run. He just doesn't. Busquets can't, but he doesn't need to. He doesn't need. He's too smooth with it. Yeah. Iniesta played his last game with Rusil Kobe. Apparently, they're after him too. Trying to get him to Miami. Isn't bro forty? Yeah. Or he just looks sixty. Yeah, he's forty. 
<laughs> but he said he's not gonna retire. If he comes to like the US, I don't see him doing MLS. I see him I see him doing like US like no, USL. He got offered a contract at Miami. <laughs> nah, Miami needs to stop. That's criminal. That's just criminal. They're, they might as well get Pep. Jesus Christ. Well San Javi. I will get that 2010 Barca team. Yeah. Back to get Pedro. What's Pedro doing? <laughs> Via, Sanchez. Via out of retirement. Yeah. I think Sanchez wants to leave on Marseille. Or they don't want him anymore. I forgot. I know Sevilla wants to sell their whole squad because of financial oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, difficulties. Hopefully Newcastle will swoop in and steal some motherfuckers. They have a really some good players. players. Montiel. Acuna. Tecatito. He still plays at Sevilla? Oh, he does. We'll have to see how he is now because he literally broke his leg in, like, October. So that's that's unfortunate because he's a winger. So he might not. Plus, he's already, like, 28, 29. Um, I think Bellerin uh, from Sporting is going back to Betis. Pretty sure. Probably should have wrote some of these down so I'm not just speculating. But I'm, I'm the like, thing is, like, there's so many. And there's going to be so many more. I'm 90% sure uh, Bellerin's going to back to Betis. And nowadays, it's also hard to tell like what actually is happening and what isn't. Unless we get a here we go from Fabrizio. Yeah. Exactly. And even then, sometimes he's wrong. It was like once, like a year ago, dude. No, he said here we go about someone a few weeks ago, and it was wrong. I can't remember who. No, but he he, he said like it was ended up making up for it. Like it yeah, but you can't make, you can't say here we go and it's not true, and then you say oh I'm sorry. No, no, no sorry, like not was... making up for it, like in another, like it ended up happening or some shit. I think he just pulled the trigger too early. I don't know. But it ended up happening. I don't remember who it was. He's on, he's on my sus watch list. I don't know, bro. I'm an Ornstein believer nowadays. If a doctor tells me cancer, I'm not going to believe him until I hear, here we go. Just saying. Fuck. Well, I guess that's it, huh? <sighs> I don't know. I guess. Um, We're back, bitches. There was a lot to talk about, and I, did we get everything in the hour and 38 minutes that we're in right now? Probably not. But we got enough. We probably did miss a lot. Um, if it's either transfers or something that we talked about, about the Gold Cup or the Nations League or about the whole Puto chant, which I know is very controversial in its own way on both sides, let us know what you think and be civil about it because obviously we're anti-homophobic shit. It's just the fact that like for a lot of people that word's not used the way other people think it is, but... It is what it is. Like, I've already said, just don't say it anymore because they took it away. Be civil. I'm not trying to fight anybody. Like, on Twitter and shit and have an argument. At the end of the day, this isn't politics. There is no right and wrong. We're just two guys in a chair. In chairs. Chairs. Several chairs. Not (laughs) in the same chair. I'm actually sitting on AJ's lap right now. Oh, my Um. That's why my ass hurts. Something's poking it. Fucking. Also, if you listen to the last episode, actually, I know you didn't listen to the last episode. Nobody reached out about the Messi tickets, except Ricardo. Remember, <laughs> I said like, "Hey, I got yeah. If you want the tickets, let me know." Well, the people that probably listened to it probably already have the tickets, and it's because I it's like our three people that we talk to that are going. Well. That's tough. 
Hold the L. Hold the L. You should still reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram. Anything. Maybe we'll be on Instagram thread soon as well. Yeah. Since we, Twitter's dying. We're going to try. Yeah, fuck Musk, bro. I can't believe everybody dick wrote him. Oh, that's still my goat, bro. No, he's fucking. He's still getting us to Mars. Fuck, we need Twitter. I, I said it from like four years ago. Like, I don't know why people dick write this man. Nobody dick writing him, bro. He's just rich, successful, handsome. Handsome? <laughs> he's not handsome. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, fuck, I was going to say something. Not Musk related. Oh, yeah, I was going to say that, like, yeah, we've taken a break, and, like, it's probably going to still be, a, like, we're going to put out podcasts, and it's probably going to still be a bit until we do, like, um, really get back on, like, TikTok and shit, and, like, you know, whatever uh, AJ said, the Instagram shit, if we do shit, and, like, other kind of stuff, like, we're also going to try to work on, like, actually doing YouTube shit this time, instead of, like, telling you guys, like, four months ago and never doing it, because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We want to bring video podcasts eventually, too. Yeah. Eventually. Maybe not put some of those clips on TikTok. Eventually, yeah. It's not going to happen as soon as the next season starts. We're going to focus one by one. Try and tick some shit off the, off the, off the list. We want to try to grow slowly but surely. Um, and ultimately just be better. Yeah. And a better person. No, nah, I don't care about that. Yeah, that's overrated. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Um. Let me think. Let me think. All right, dude. Yeah. No. Um. On that note. Hasta luego. Have a good rest of your week. Be safe. And I love you. Peace.